Thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Freed Thinker podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tyler Vela. This is going to be my first attempt at a briefer version uh, of this this show, these episodes, these series. Uh, if those of you who follow me or the group on Facebook, you know I'm going to try to go to a little bit more of a question and answer format for some of my shows. Don't worry, I'll still have some longer format episodes uh, when the content merits it, but to try to get you some more content uh, on, a, on a more regular or frequent basis, I'd like to do some you know, 15, 20-minute episodes rather than 45 to one-hour episodes. That way I can release these every two to three weeks rather than every five to six. Uh, so this will be your first uh, tasting of a freed bite. I don't know. I'm also trying to think of a good name for them if you, if you have one. Uh, before we jump into this episode, uh, based on a question from my friend from work, Socrates, who submitted his question, uh, I would like to play this shameless plug for an upcoming conference. They are a small grassroots team of apologetic speakers, each of whom has their own small grassroots ministry. Then one day they had an idea. It started almost as a joke, but quickly ballooned into a full-fledged ministry plan. Gathered together as bloggers, podcasters, vloggers, and writers, each with their own small voice, but drowned out and passed over by the grandeur of celebrity apologists. From the eastern seaboard to the west coast, and various locations in between, they come from different backgrounds, but they share one great message. This journey of these thinkers, each with his own small influence in some small corner of the Christian apologetics world, will finally converge in one location. They will meet one another for the very first time. This is a team of speakers like no other. Among them is a man who has struggled against seizures and brain surgery, and yet has remained brilliant in his defense of the gospel. A former atheist whose conversion to Christianity now has him battling the worldview he once held. A former gospel rapper whose ministry on behalf of urban believers fights for racial reconciliation. An elementary school teacher who strives to make apologetics accessible to the everyman. And finally, a man with Asperger's syndrome married to a woman with Asperger's syndrome. His passion, along with apologetics, is to keep the church informed on matters of how to minister to the autistic brothers and sisters in their midst, and of the treasure that his unconventional marriage has been to him. In May of 2018, the group, now known as The Mentionables, will hold its very first national conference in Greensboro, North Carolina. This unusual group, The Mentionables, which came together almost by accident, now invite you to join them. Come see their messages united. Come see what small voices can do to present one loud noise for the kingdom. Join us for Mentionable, the conference, 2018. For more information, visit the Mentionable's Facebook group page or contact Greensboro Christian Church at 336-621-5226. Mentionable, the conference. Many small voices present one big message. 
Well, I hope you took notes and I would love to see as many or all of you there as possible. They are on some discounted rates right now for tickets for the for the conference. So please uh, head on over to thementionables.org to get your tickets today. Uh, as always, if you appreciate this content, please feel free to become a sponsor of the Freed Thinker podcast. You can do that by clicking on the Become a Sponsor link, fancy title I know, uh, on the blog, or you can uh, donate on Patreon. If you have any questions going along with this series, any Bible or theology questions uh, that you would like to have answered and addressed in a series like this, please uh, submit those to me in email or on Facebook or to the Facebook group or any of the posts dealing with this, and I will try to make an episode just for you. Uh, Again, if you aren't able to financially support the show as well, please head on over to iTunes and give the show a review and a rating. That really, really helps us uh, drive up some listenership and and supports us uh, by, uh, by, by having us show up higher in search ratings. Well, with that, let's dive right on to this first rather short episode. I know it's going to be even briefer than normal for these Freed Tastes. I don't know. We'll come up with a good name. Uh, It's going to be short, but this is a very old, very common uh, question, objection given to Christianity. Enjoy the show. So my friend from work, Socrates, asked the perennial question, can God create a rock so heavy that even he can't move it? Um, The question is interesting on the face of it, but I think as we dig a little bit deeper, it will show that it has some major conceptual flaws for it and ends up being a meaningless question. The first thing we have to remember is that the Bible tells us there are lots of things that God can't do. That might be a surprise for some of you, but there are many passages that talk about what God is not able to do. Uh, And we'll talk about what that means for omnipotence here in a moment. Two examples that I can think of uh, right off the top of my head are God can't get tired. Uh, In Isaiah 40, 28, it says, Have you not known, have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. Uh, which just makes sense for an omnipotent being, a being without physical limitations to not get tired or worn out or weary. Uh, We also have uh, that God is not able to lie. Uh, In Hebrews 6.18, we read that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Uh, this same concept is uh, supported in other passages like Numbers 23, 19, 1 Samuel 15, 29, Romans 3, 4, Titus 1, 2, and on and on, uh, which again makes sense if God is uh, holy, he's also not able to sin, uh, one of those being uh, the act of uh, malicious intent lying. So uh, with that in mind, let's head and look at the question, can God create a rock so heavy that even he can't move it? So what can we say in answer to this? First, uh, what we can say is that the question is asking for God to create a logical contradiction. That is, if God created a rock, which is a finite thing, the question demands that God create an infinite rock. 
This would make the rock a finite infinite, something like a square circle. This is what we call a logically nonsensical concept. It's logically absurd. We have pointed out um, others in previous episodes, uh, like I just said, a square circle or a married bachelor or a self-created universe. Um, that is something like a non-existent existence, uh, and so on and so forth. So the question actually demands the creation or the existence of a nonsense concept. The second point that flows from this is that no Christian says that God is omnipotent in the sense that God can do literally anything. Well, <clears throat> I should qualify that. There are some Christians who would say that, but there's not going to be any um, very intellectually reputable ones that 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 we're going to want to really pay attention to. I mean, there are there are those that are going to say that um, God can you know can, can make a square circle. Um, at that point, I'm just going to say, well, you're asking God to violate His own nature, um, and so you're actually saying that God can not be God, which is absurd. The Christian concept of omnipotence is that God can do any logically possible thing, thus keeping with his own perfect and super-rational nature. Because God himself is the basis for reason, and because God will not do anything contrary to his own nature, which is the essential essence known as immutability, God, therefore, cannot create a logically nonsensical entity or bring into actuality a nonsensical concept. To do so would for God to cease to be God. When Christians say that God is all-powerful only over logically possible things, ironically, many atheists object that Christians are trying to wriggle out of some kind of logical dilemma. Now, I understand that they may, may feel like they're being duped or like this is some type of semantic trick. However, limiting omnipotence to logical possibility is actually in the favor of the atheist. Imagine that the Christian doctrine of omnipotence was that God could do all things without the boundaries of logical possibility and the constraints of his own nature. Well, what possible charge could the atheist ever hope to bring against theism if that were the case? If God could make true contradictions, such as a square circle, or a married bachelor, or a finite infinite rock, then the atheist would have no hope of ever finding anything false in Christianity. What would it matter if they could prove that a contradiction obtained within the Bible or within Christian doctrine itself about the nature of God? God could make true contradictions because that would be within his ability, and thus the Christian could just accept that it was a true contradiction. So, if God can make contradictions true, then the answer is solved. God could make a rock so heavy that he could not lift it, and then he could lift it. And if the atheist wants to object, well, that's logically absurd. If they want to redefine um, uh, omnipotence as being able to do anything without the constraints of logical possibility, then so what? They can't appeal and say, well, that's a contradiction, because... If God's omnipotent, he can do contradictions. That would just be his thing. That would be his jam. Um, however, when Christians limit God's omnipotence to logical possibility, the atheist should see that it makes theism open to falsifiability, and they should actually welcome that conceptual 
restraint, right? If an atheist objects to it as being a contradiction, it wouldn't really be relevant because God would be able to reify or create contradictory states of affairs. So really, they should they should see this 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 conceptual narrowing of omnipotence as in their favor. Yet, if God is only capable of bringing about logically possible realities, then the answer to the question of the finite, infinite rock is simply no. No, God cannot make a rock that like that in in that way um, in the same way that he can't make a square circle or a married bachelor there's a contradiction in those concepts and so the problem is solved in that manner so whether or not you want to hold to the more broad view of omnipotence which i don't think we should hold to anyways or or you if you want to hold to the more narrow concept of omnipotence which i would argue for the question is answered Right? Because either God could create a, a, a rock so heavy that he couldn't himself lift it, but then he would lift it, um, and the answer would be solved. Or the answer is simply no, because that would entail a logically impossible uh, concept, and that's something that God can't do because of his own nature, and the problem is solved. So while the question that is presented by my friend is challenging on the face of it, and it's been around for ever, it really turns out to not be that difficult to answer. After all, once you understand the biblical concept uh, of omnipotence and some of the things that God is not able to do because they're contrary to his own nature. Well, thank you again for joining me on this brief episode of the Freed Thinker podcast as I try to transition some of these episodes uh, to be a little bit more bite-sized and answer some of your direct questions in more um, digestible ways. Again, uh, this is Tyler Vela for the Freed Thinker podcast. If you have any questions along these lines, if you'd like to submit your own questions about the Bible or theology, if you have any concerns, commendations, or condemnations for the show, please feel free to email me at freedthinkerpodcast at gmail.com. Visit the blog at freedthinkerpodcast.blogspot.com or find the Freed Thinker Podcast group page on Facebook. Thank you again for joining me. God bless and good night.